0: And learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop, May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org/slash thrive.
1: Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Through a mix of solo and interview episodes, I want to showcase all the different ways the spirit world helps guide our daily lives, whether it's through intuition, signs, mediumship, channeling, the mystical, or the paranormal, our altruistic spirit guides and other members of our loving soul team are always there, ready, able, and willing to guide us. Welcome to another episode of A Guided Life Podcast. I am your host, Laura West, and I am joined today by Jean Hansen. Jean is an author higher guidance life coach and medium. She works with her clients' spirit guides to help them align their lives with their purpose. She is also co-owner of Realign Your Life Wellness Center, featuring the Harmonic Egg, a sound and light energy healing modality. Hello, Jean. Thanks so much for being here today. Hi, Laura. Thanks for having me. This is really exciting. So glad to be here. Oh, such a pleasure. Well, to get us
2: started, I first wanted to ask you, how has spirit guided your life? Well, honestly, for most of my life, I don't know that I really felt guided. (laughs) (laughs) I had an astrologer call me a late bloomer. (laughs) So a lot of my gifts didn't open until much later in life. Growing up, I was raised Catholic. We didn't talk about being guided by spirit you prayed to God, right? And so during my life, I eventually left the church once I couldn't take the dogma of it anymore. And I started a journey more about my career than anything. I lived most of my life really not living a very spiritual life, even though I knew I was a spiritual person, but I just kind of gave it up and just went on with my life. Praying was the only real thing that I knew about. It wasn't until I was in my 50s that I really started thinking, my gosh, what happened to me? Where did my life go? I just felt like I needed to be on this spiritual journey. And so I connected with a woman. She's an intuitive and she would do angel card readings. She was a feng shui consultant and that's how I met her initially. And when I found out she did readings, they were just really spot on and they were so helpful to me. I ended up working with her for the next four years. So that really started a deep dive into my spiritual journey. And then when I stopped working with her, that's when I had my own awakening and I started getting all these gifts and being able to connect. So since then, I feel like my entire life has been (laughs) totally guided. It's been so synchronistic, all the things that have happened. What did your spiritual awakening look like? Well, it was very gentle and I know that this was planned on purpose because I have friends and people that I know and I listen to podcasts and they're like, all of a sudden they're hearing voices and all this stuff is happening and it's just kind of freaking them out and they don't know what to do with it, right? <laughs> yeah. Mine was super gentle. <laughs> it actually started when I was listening to a podcast on Gaia. I was listening to Regina Meredith's show and she was interviewing Jean Slater. She created the Higher Guidance Life Coaching Program. Program, And she was talking about connecting to your spirit guides with a pendulum. And I thought, oh, that's funny, I've been on this four year journey with my friend and we never talked about pendulums, which of course, now I know I wasn't supposed to until I heard this interview. It was something that just, I didn't think about it. She mentioned a book, and I bought the book, and I bought a pendulum right after the interview. I picked up that pendulum when I got it, and I started following. He was instructing you how to use it and do these different things. And it just responded to me immediately. I know that had I done it before, it probably would have just sat there like a stone, not moved started responding and I was just having fun with it. And he had included some pendulum charts and there was an alphabet chart in there. There was a couple sample questions. One of the questions was, who are my guides? I thought, oh, that's a good question. And so it started spelling out and it actually spelled out mom and then dad first. What I know. And of course my parents had both crossed over by then. So that's why it was so gentle because it was like, well, if it's mom and dad, you know? Yeah. yeah, And of course I have other guides, but that's how it started. I really started connecting with them through that alphabet chart with the pendulum. I know people talk about Ouija boards and, oh, they're so dark and everything. This was nothing like that. This was just beautiful. It was light. And the messages that were coming through were just beautiful.
1: Yeah, I think intention is so important using any sort of divinity tool or whatever you want to
2: call it. Intention, I think, is what sets the tone if it's going to be quote unquote good or bad. (laughs) Yeah. Once I really started communicating with my guides, I had, of course, a million questions and they taught me. And plus, I ended up taking this higher guidance like coaching practice after working with the pendulum for a few months. And I'm like, I need to go further with this. I learned how to protect myself and all of that. So I'm not afraid. I was tested in that way so that I would be aware that that can happen. But it was just like a a false test. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) What, in your experience,
1: are you protecting yourself from?
2: Well, when I was going through the training with the Higher Guidance we were in a virtual classroom and we got into that discussion. Some of the girls were a little concerned about entities or spirits coming in and things like that. Most people know that you can put a protective bubble around you. So I would do that. And actually when I was doing the readings before all this happened with my intuitive friend, she would put us in a bubble during the reading and then draw up the green light or the purple light and things like that. So doing practices like that, I would do that, put myself in a bubble. I would call in Arc angel michael i would call in my guides and my angels and ask for their protection eventually they just said you can just set intention to always be protected and that's what i did and so i don't do that daily bubble thing (laughs) anymore oh i love that when i'm doing readings with people the other way that my guides protect me is I don't communicate directly with people who have crossed over or the other guides. It's always through my guides. So they're protecting me in that way as well. You hear the title, Psychic Medium and spiritual medium. And so I was asking my guides, well, what is that? What's the difference? The way they explained it to me was psychic medium, they're really connecting directly to the other spirits. I'm using the title spiritual medium because everything is going through my guides. There's that protective layer for me in that as well.
1: That's how I started my mediumship journey too, I needed it to be gentle as well cuz I get easily scared. And so I was the same way. I was very comfortable working with my guides already. So I was like, well, maybe I can connect to those on the other side, but only through my guides who I know and trust already. So they were gentle with me too. Can we talk a bit more about your spirit guides and how you met them? I know you mentioned the pendulum, but can you talk a bit more about them?
2: Yeah. And working with the pendulum, of course, if you're going to use an alphabet chart. It's going to take you a while to get all the words, right? What started happening was my clear cognizance started kicking in. So I would use the pendulum and it would start spelling a word or the first couple of words and suddenly the rest of the words were filling in. I was thinking of it in my mind. But when that first started happening, I would still make sure I spelled it all out right because I didn't quite trust myself. At one point, I was using the pendulum. I was channeling some words, and the pendulum just started spinning really fast. And that had never happened before. And I'm like, what is going on here? And so I asked, I'm like, what's going on? And so my guides told me, Gene, when this happens it means that you are exactly right. At first I'm like, what? And then I'm like, oh, I get it. (laughs) So when the words pop into my head, you are exactly right. So keep going. So then I was like speed dousing (laughs) because the words were just coming out. I didn't have to spell everything out. Once I got pretty professional at that, then they said, well, it's time to get rid of the crutch lose the pendulum (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. it was funny because it did become a crutch because it was like if I had it it would start spelling then I could get the rest of it but I set it down I'm like okay nothing's coming so for people that are out there trying to develop these gifts I was working through some karma as far as being patient and trusting. Those are the two things that I know I was working through, that it didn't all come just all at once and suddenly I had the gifts and I didn't have to work on it. I did. The biggest challenge with that was just focus, being able to quiet my mind and not letting my own thoughts come in and then discerning between what are my thoughts and what are actually coming from the guides because for me, it was the words coming in. So the words would come in, they come in on my right side. It wasn't the clear audience where I was actually hearing them. I do have some clear audience, but they're really wanting me to focus on the clear cognizance so that I can really focus and get the words. That's what I had been working on for quite a while. And then that discernment, because if you're sitting in silence and you're waiting for the messages guess what your brain tries to do? Fill in the blanks. It's trying to fill in the blanks, (laughs) especially if you get like a sentence or part of a sentence and then it's really wanting to fill in the blanks. Yeah,
1: or analyze it.
2: Yeah. So that's really how it started. And so now when I do my readings, I do use modalities like cards or I'm taken to book passages. I use pendulum charts once in a while. So they have me do a few different modalities to get a message, but then they channel a message to me regarding that. So like if I get a message from a card, I'm actually looking for the words in the book that comes with the card deck. I don't call myself a card reader. I'm getting the words, the message that that person needs to hear. And usually there's a couple pages or two or three pages of messages. If you're just doing cards on your own and you're trying to figure it out, you're like, well, which message is for me? I'm taking it to the exact sentence or paragraph that's for that person. And then their guides will channel a further message about that to clarify and make it more personal for what they need to hear. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So for me,
1: I can see how... Using the pendulum, you're focused on that. So it's the same thing with like meditating where you're focusing on your breathing and quieting your mind. You've got something to focus on because that was what helped me to really hone in on my mediumship ability was meditating rather consistently and not like hours on end in a day, like maybe a 10 minute here or there. So that's what helped me so I could see the same process when you mentioned with the pendulum how you would focus on it and not be thinking about what you have to do afterwards. Right. So it helps to clear
0: that out for you. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive.
1: So your guides, did you
2: get to learn anything about them that you want to share? Well, here's an interesting story. When I was working with my friend, this goes back to, I think, 2016. During one of our sessions, she's like, Jean, I'm getting that you have a new guide. And I'm getting the name Emmanuel. I was really curious about that. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. And so I started researching because that name sounded so familiar. And I'm like, I know that I've heard that name. And so I'm looking and I'm not finding anything about Emmanuel. So I just let it go. Several years later, it came back to me. I started researching Emmanuel again and I found some books that were channeled by a woman back in the, I think it was in the 70s when she channeled them from Emmanuel. Is this the same Emmanuel? I was getting, yeah, it is. And so I just started actually working with him on some channeling. And so that's one of my guys. I know I'm going to be doing more, so I'm just getting started with that. And my guys will help me sometimes with just channeling. I've got a Facebook group, and so I will do readings, and I will channel messages, just inspirational kind of things, and then share my experience on how that evolved for me. And so they help me with that. It's kind of fun just working with them in that way. The other thing about my guides that they've helped me with is they've told me about past lives. So I've never done a past life regression, but along this journey, there were some other things that I was challenged with because I also do some energy work. So I'm a body code and belief code practitioner. I was working with people and seeing the results that they were getting from this, but yet I was struggling with my own healing. And so, They would tell me about different past lives that I've had where I was a healer. They tell you what you need to know regarding past lives and how that would help you today. They told me more about it. And I'm like, wow, I guess I really am.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like to say. In this lifetime, I feel like my mediumship journey and all that really happened in the last, I don't know, four years. But I have to also remind myself I've had lifetimes of this. And I feel the same for you and everybody who's on this similar journey that we've actually had lifetimes of this. So even though somebody in this current life has started something years ago, and you're just now starting doesn't mean your soul is a novice (laughs) by
2: any means. And that's one of the messages I like to share is that This didn't happen for me until the year I turned 60. That's when I had my awakening. So for all the women out there, (laughs) I hear people say, well, it didn't happen until later. I was in my 30s or 40s. I'm like, well, hey, (laughs) (laughs) it can happen even later than that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) better late than never. (laughs) I know, (laughs) but I'm like, hey, I plan on living much longer. So yeah, it's never too late. When friends are talking about retiring, I'm like, oh no, I'm not gonna retire. I don't know what I'd do with myself, but my husband and I, we completely changed our life in 2021 whole new life. So it's never too late to change. And not that everybody has to change their whole life like we did, but it's never too late to be able to connect and
1: be guided. So like in what ways has your life changed so much, you and your husbands?
2: Oh my gosh. Well, we were in a totally different industry. We've been in business together for over 30 years, since the year we got married. When I started this spiritual journey, I had in the four years prior when I was working with The Intuitive. I didn't realize, but she was helping me mostly with my business. And I was freeing up time for myself because I was so entrenched in our business. that so I didn't have time for a spiritual journey. Well, all of a sudden I had time. I could work part time and really do a deep dive into this. During the time I was really working with the pendulum. I was really getting close to signing up. And we went on vacation to Maui where my friend moved to. So she was having a retreat. Long story short, my husband had his own little awakening on the road to Hana with the Native American flute. Our guide pulled one out and started playing. And something about that flute just had him enthralled. And he came back and bought one and taught himself how to play. And he started getting interested in sound healing. And so while I was doing my Higher Guidance Life coaching, he started taking courses in Tibetan bowls and doing sound baths and getting certifications in that. And then I was led to doing the emotion code and then the body code. So we're talking about all of this and we're like, well, what are we going to do with this? Because I don't really see this replacing our current business, which was making us a pretty good living doing this. I saw it as more of a part-time thing. And I said, well, I don't know, but I'm having fun. So my guides will let me know what we're going to do with it, right? (laughs) and that's when I discovered the harmonic egg I heard an interview with Regina Meredith on Gaia again and it was with the inventor of the harmonic egg I went to Steve I said you've got to listen to this interview because it was all about sound and light therapy we just looked at each other like oh my god I think that's what we're supposed to do and that made sense we're like that would be a business. We could have the harmonic egg be the centerpiece, and then what we do are additions. And so that's the journey we started. So that was 2020. By the end of that year, of course, that was COVID, and our business was actually one of the businesses that were really doing well. We had our best year that year. So it was kind of hard to really convince Steve, my husband, to really step into this because he was like, well, but I kind of like what I do and we're making good money. Anyway, there's a whole journey around that. But once we made up our mind by the end of the year, we started the process. We approached a couple people that we knew would be interested in our business. They were. We talked to Gail, the inventor of the Harmonic Egg, and she thought we were a good fit. She does vet people who will start Harmonic Egg centers. And In 2021, it was the most magical year because we moved from Minnesota, so we had to sell our house. We went to Arizona to find a house. Against all odds, we got a house in five days. It was taking most people... Months to find a house, and they were getting like 20 to 30 offers on every house. There were 20 offers on the house that we put in. So, in five days, we got our house, had to go back and get packed up and move. And then we got here. Then our business sold. Then we had to find a wellness center, a place to put our eggs. We ended up buying two eggs. By the end of the year, we opened in December. (laughs) So, it was the whirlwind kind of year. Yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah, where things seem to fall into place. Yeah. And since then, my husband, Steve got certified in quantum touch. So now he doesn't only do sound healing. He does quantum touch, which is similar to Reiki, but this is more of a hands on healing. And that's a different technique and everything that we're doing individually complements what we do with the egg. Yeah, that definitely
1: seems like it. So we're talking about this egg and I wonder if some people are picturing (laughs) like an egg you buy at the grocery store. Can you explain (laughs) what the Harmonic Egg is?
2: Yes, it's a giant egg. (laughs) It pretty much almost fills a room. It's 11 feet wide by 7 feet tall by 7 feet deep. It is made out of wood, so it's very resonant. It is sound and light therapy. I'm sure you'll have a link to my two websites and so there's pictures of it on there, or you can go to HarmonicEgg.com. You've got color on top and color below. So you're surrounded in beautiful color. And then on each side of the egg, we've got speakers mounted. So the sound is music, but this is very intentional. This is not just sitting under pretty light and listening to pretty music. Everything about it is very intentional. So she has music created specifically for the egg for different intentions. And it's really about the instruments. Different instruments have different effects on the different organs organs, glands, and systems of the body. For instance, if we're working on a liver, we will have flute music because flute resonates very well with the liver. It also helps with anger, which, of course, anger is associated with the liver. Drumming is really good for immune conditions. It's good for the immune system, so autoimmune conditions can be benefited from that. Piano is really good for the autonomic nervous system. We do work on that first to really relax the autonomic nervous system because your body, unless it's in balance, it really can't heal itself. And it's the same with the colors. Different colors have different effects on what we're trying to accomplish. So calming colors like blue, purple, and green will use to relax the autonomic nervous system. Color like yellow is good for skin conditions. It's also good for the solar plexus or digestion as well as orange. Every session is personalized to the person and what they want to work on. Wow, that's incredible. So are you laying down in it? You are sitting in a zero-gravity chair. Ah. So we recline you to wherever you feel comfortable. And a lot of people will ask us, they're like, so does the chair rock or does it move? Because they get this feeling of floating. And I've had that sensation to where you just feel like you're floating. And a lot of people get into this really deep meditative state. We have people that are very are sentient. They will feel things. Some people will feel tingling in their body, have twitching. Some people will have spiritual experiences and connect to their guides. We get a lot of healers actually that come in that want to keep their vibration high because they do have a very high vibration. Keep their energy field clear so that they're keeping themselves in a very high vibration state for their clients so that they're not bringing their stuff to their sessions.
1: Ooh, I'll have to see if there are any local to me. That sounds really interesting. i I've been in one of those ones where it is shaped like an egg not quite as big but it's got the water in it the salt water
2: and you float in it yeah those are float tanks and they can be very relaxing the difference between that and what this is so first of all you don't have to get wet <laughs> you can be fully clothed and very comfortable but water holds energy the egg is made out of wood. It does not hold energy. So it's very clear. You're not going to pick up anything from anybody else as far as energetically is what I'm talking about. You want to be careful with that. And it's also not so intentional. Yes, they play music and they have color, but we're doing it specifically for whatever you want to work on. And this is about healing. So this is energy healing. But We're not saying that the egg is healing. You are healing yourself. We're putting you in the optimal environment for your body to heal itself. Your body knows what to do with that energy. There's been amazing results. There's, oh my gosh, so many different stories. Oh, I bet. So I want to go off course a little bit.
1: And I want to ask you about your writing journey. So you're an author.
2: Can you tell us about your book? Yeah. So my book is called Trust Your Higher Guidance, Align Your Life to Manifest the Joy and Success You Deserve. It is available on Amazon and we sell it on our websites as well and our center. Remember 2021, that was a crazy year. Well, before that, years before when I was working with The Intuitive, she kept drawing cards and I would draw my own cards and we kept getting the author card, the book card. I went so far as to... To back in 2017, I went to a woman who produced books and a publisher. And so I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to write about. I was still in the other industry and I thought I was supposed to write about marketing or whatever, but nothing was lighting me up. I'm like, if I'm going to write a book, it's got to be something that I'm excited about. So I just said, forget it. I'm just not even going to pay attention. And so, of course, years later, when I started connecting with my guides in 2020, they're like, you got to write your stories, write your stories, write your stories. And I'm like, nobody's interested in my stories. And they're like, mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, when this all started, I told myself, I remember thinking I'm going to lean into this. I'm going to follow the guidance. And so I started writing. I know that I was being guided in how I was doing it. And I would start going off track a little bit. And they're like, nope, no." no they would give me little tips. So they were like my editors. (laughs) (laughs) I got done writing my stories. It's partly my journey and some of the things that I have been through in my life. And when I got to the end, I'm like, you know, this isn't really that big of a book. And they're like, oh, well, you're not done. <laughs> you got more. <laughs> and so I actually started doing these higher guidance life sessions with three women who needed to get their life into alignment, not in the dramatic way that I did, but they were each struggling with one part of their life that was keeping them stuck. So part of the book is their journey as well to how they were able to get unstuck by following their higher guidance. That's how the book came about. And so while we were going through the transition, I was working with them for several months. So 2021, I was working with the women and then By that fall, I started working with the publisher. I went back to that same publisher. We started working on the book and I had an editor. That was like October. So it took about a year, but I launched then in September of 2022 with my book. Oh, how exciting. Yeah all that transition and moving and all of that stuff. And I wrote a book during the whole thing. I mean, I look back and I'm like, how did I do that? But it's spirit driven, it's amazing what can get accomplished. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can
1: totally relate to that. So to help wrap up our discussion that we've had so far, Jean, I wanted to ask you if you can share what's been given to you to share to the listener for the time that they hear this episode.
2: Yes. Well, I know that you do this because I listen to your podcast. <laughs> and so I was thinking about this and I'm, I'm talking to my guys. I'm like, okay, so do you guys have a message for the listeners? Actually, what happened is I work with two archangels as well, Metatron and Archangel Michael. And Michael came in. And he gave me a message and it was actually a little longer than I thought it was going to be. So I typed it all out. So if it's okay with you, I thought I would read it. Absolutely,
1: yeah. He obviously has something to share, so we should hear it. <laughs> yes,
2: absolutely. Okay, so here we go. This is from Archangel Michael. It is a beautiful time to be alive, is it not? For within the chaos, love abounds. And where there is love, there is hope. When you fill your heart with hope for the future, you not only raise your own vibration, you help to raise the vibration of the planet. The planet needs hope at this time, and although it may not seem like it, each and every one of you are needed to make it happen. How else can you make a difference? By turning inward to examine the truth of who you really are. Many of you believe you have been put on this planet to suffer. Why else would God allow so much suffering to continue? But the real purpose of suffering is not about how much you can take. It's about the joy you can find despite the pain. Think about the stories you've heard about people facing what may seem to be unbearable pain and suffering, yet despite their circumstances, they manage to overcome what most would deem impossible odds. This is what God wants for you, to realize that no matter your circumstances, it is possible to find the gift. You have all suffered in many ways throughout your life, and some of you may feel as if you can't take much more. But if you can find just one thing to be grateful for, you have the ability to find peace. Of course, it won't be easy, and it won't happen overnight. So when you feel like giving up, remind yourself to find gratitude, no matter how small. That small piece of gratitude is what is needed to keep hope alive. How can you build on that small piece of hope? by asking for my help you may not believe you will receive help by asking because you have asked many times before but what you don't realize is that we always answer just not always in the way you want when asking for our help pay attention because your response will come in many ways synchronicities new people coming into your life or finding inspiration from books or other sources Do not take these signs for granted, they are not coincidences, they are guidance to help you move forward into alignment. What is alignment? Alignment is a state of being. When you feel aligned, you feel balanced, emotionally and spiritually. It may feel impossible to find your way to alignment, but this is a journey. It is not meant to happen overnight. The point is to enjoy the journey as it happens, all the ups and all the downs, because you know there will be challenges along the way. The challenges are not meant to hurt you, but to prove to you that you are strong, stronger than you ever thought possible. For most of you doubt yourself, but as you overcome each obstacle, you begin to realize just how powerful you are. You begin to realize you do have what it takes to change your life. And when you believe you can change your life, you want to make it happen. This is what it feels like to bring your life into alignment. Can you begin to see how each one of you is needed to shift the consciousness of the planet? The good news is there are millions of people already making a difference in this world. And each of those people are connecting with others who are ready to begin their own journey into the light. So never underestimate your ability to affect change in the world. You play an important role in spreading unending love throughout the universe. Oh, thank you, Archangel
1: Michael. Thank you, Jean, for connecting with him to share that message. It's a wonderful reminder for all of us in so many levels. So thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. Yes. And so all of your information will be in the show notes, but would you like to share, Jean, how people can
2: get in touch with you or connect with you? Yes. So I have two websites. One is GeneHanson.com. It's J-E-A-N-H-A-N-S-O-N.com. And then our website for the Harmonic Ag, which also includes the other services that I do, realignyourlifeaz.com because I am in Arizona. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that makes sense. I do have a Facebook group. It's called Enlightened Messages for Spiritually Minded Souls. So if you'd like to join the group, I do readings and I give some good inspirational messages there. So we'd love to have you join.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jean. And I want to thank you so much for your time and for sharing your story and your wisdom with us. I really do appreciate you. So thank you again so much. Well, thank you, Laura. It was been a pleasure. And that was another episode of a guided life podcast. To connect with me via my socials or for links to my book titled Guided or my card deck called From Your Spirit Guides, please visit my Linktree site at linktr.ee forward slash guided west. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always.